What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code TAM. Yep, guy. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50. Free delivery. I got a text from a person in the league about midway through Hard Knocks when, when Jonathan was not listening to, to Gruden being as a rookie. Like, hey, hey Jonathan, have you Googled what? who's in charge here? And then and then even when Gruden was talking to, like, Vontez and some of those other guys who were being more, more cordial about it, right? But they were just trying to set the tone. Like, the text I simply got was, this is a team full of fucking renegades. And when you have a team full of renegades, now they do have some talent, but usually that shit fractures. You know, like they go their own way if you lose a couple games. It's cool when you're winning, but this shit worked. Like for Madden, they had a team of renegades, but they also turned out to be... You can have a team of renegades if it's like Ken Stabler, Cliff yeah, Branch, that's, Willie Brown. <laughs> See, the word, I mean, to yeah. me, I don't like renegades because rene- like, renegades, renegades who don't win are just dipshits. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's re- Renegades, like, Lawrence Taylor was a Renegade. Yeah, you get, right? like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, Dennis Rodman you're a, was a To renegade. me, Renegades accomplish shit. Y- yeah, man. just slappies. Now, it I did like I did slappies. think the scene where, where Gruden's like, he's like, there's another league, 800 bucks a week, you can go play there if you want to hit people. That was a good line, 800 bucks a week. And what, whoever that was, not Vontaze, somebody's like, no, I'm good, coach. But to me, that did John did Jonathan Abram call him coach at any point during that conversation? Okay, coach, I got you. Like he didn't know when to stop. And this is why, like you know, what I was thinking watching that is like this is why John Gruden likes veterans. And it's a problem because you can't build your whole team on vets. Like you need talented guys that aren't very expensive. So you got to be able to coach that guy, right? Here's the text I got. They don't give a fuck about character. I think that's a better way to describe it than the Renegades. And when I say character. I just mean, like, your takeaway is... Like, football character is what you're talking about. If if Gruden told Derek, hey, I, I need you to go, uh, I need you to run to downtown Napa and grab me something, what would Derek do? He'd do he it. He would do it. You know? What would... And this is what... Honestly, AB back might on the do Raiders. It, Who, what? AB might do it. 
I actually think AB's going to try. Yeah. Like AB, we'll get there. But, I, but I also got a text that would be like, do you notice AB's kind of going to do his own thing? Like his trainer's on the field. Like he's, well, he's <laughs> operating a little differently, guy. Yeah. I, a, the, the, the trainer's standing next to Gruden. I was like, Gruden's got to be thinking, what is this guy doing right here? Well, and it's just like, I, I think Gruden, can we dive into Gruden here for a second? Yeah, no, we already, <clears throat> I already considered this the beginning of it when you started talking about Jonathan uh, okay. Abram. I, I, I think, and I would imagine his bank account with nine figures in it. <laughs> I'm not even talking about this year. So he's got nine years left. So about probably 85 million left coming to him. He's already so goddamn rich now. I, I I can't imagine being that rich. I mean, aspire to have that much money, but I mean, it's hard to it's hard to make a hundred million dollars in a life. Yeah, I mean, even good businessmen don't. That you just naturally get a little softer, more than likely, especially when you've been away from it. And I I kind of watch him think he's lost his fastball a little bit, and he's being because when I compared him to like the younger, good-looking Parcells. He hung his hat on being kind of an asshole in in a in an offensive way. Like Parcells was a true dick, Gruden was just nuts, and you know Jeff Schwartz quoted my tweet and be like, "Well, you can't really act like that anymore." I disagree a little bit. I I think you can hold guys to really hard standards. Maybe you can't be as big of a dick as he was maybe in like 1999, but I think he was going over the top. He's trying to be really nice to guys. And going out of his way to be just like a good guy to their family in that one that one family day he went around like it was pretty funny when he's like God Renfro, you know he's making fun of Renfro. He's had a cute wife that he's just talking to all their wives. I think Gruden's trying to be like a, the ultimate package here, but at his core guy he was a nut. And whether money made him soft, like that Jonathan Abrams when Jonathan Abrams was telling no him S. like coach Jonathan Abram was telling him. It's guy. It's at college football and definitely in the NFL. The most basic part of any practice without pads is you do not take anyone to the ground. It's not a machismo thing. It's not a tough guy thing. It's about just a way to efficiently practice. And hey, hey Jonathan, all these mother. This isn't the SEC where ten of your players get paid on a team now. Everyone's paid here. And that Luke Wilson, the guy with the long hair, you can make fun of him all you want. He's played on one of the best teams in the league for last like last six years. The Seattle Seahawks. I don't know if you heard of him. He's not a pussy. So you throw him to the ground like he's not trying to block you. It's just it's a drill. And as and an old school Gruden and definitely Parcells would have said, "Listen, motherfucker, if you ever put him on the ground again, even if it's a lie because he's a first round rookie, like you ain't playing." You just said something. I, I thought, "Oh my god, Gruden's gonna go off here," and, like, and he just didn't. Yeah, it was I, and I wondered two things. Like one, would he have done it differently if the cameras weren't around? Like is that maybe, is that maybe, exact maybe. moment an example of why you don't want hard knocks? Um, and the other thing is like, did he lose his fastball or does he just throw ninety five? It's not a great analogy, but does he is he a guy that doesn't strike out in a world where everyone strikes out now? Like, can you just do, do, to Jeff Schwartz's point that analogy didn't work either? But to Jeff Schwartz's point, does he just feel like I can't? My fastball doesn't apply in this game. Like that fastball doesn't apply in this game anymore. Just screaming at guys. But, and I would but that, say, and that, I would that's say a, maybe that's screaming ridiculous. less, but the Jonathan Abram moment deserved an ass-ripping. To me, that was an egregious error that this guy... Well, especially after he didn't get it. Like, it's one thing the first time, like, hey, man, we don't do that shit here. But then he just but, keeps fucking with you and fucking with you and fucking with you. But to me, like, I agree that we don't do that shit here. There's no chance that he did that shit with Dan Mullen at Mississippi State. This guy comes from the SEC... 
It's like basic football one-on-one. Probably it's not something that's a difference from the NFL for at Mississippi State because they, they practice in shorts and T-shirts too there at certain times. So they, they would do the same thing, guy. It To me, it's Jonathan Abram acting like an idiot for the camera. And like you said, maybe it's tough. Like Gruden can talk to him one-on-one. But that's just, what the fuck are you doing? Really, in my scenario where you say something to him first, like that's where the whistle blows and you come running onto the field and start screaming at the guy the second okay, that's, that's something where Andy Reid would lose it. Because it's not about offense versus defense. It's like, th- th- what is going on? Like, get off the field. Get off the field. Right. That would be an easy one. Like Bill O'Brien, young Gruden. Would have just said, "Get the fuck off, get off the field." Because I got get Because Jonathan field. Abram walked away, and I I still didn't think he got it. Well, I don't think he got it because you're not trying to prove yourself, man. You were a first round pick. You're starting safety. You, you don't hurt our players. This, like Gruden said, there, there's a time and a place. This ain't it. It's shorts and t-shirt throwing this guy to the ground. What what are you doing? No one else is doing that. It, but then it kind of went over to Vontez, and even Vontez kind of felt like. Sided with Abram a little bit. It's like, oh my God, this is going to be. And I'll be the first to say, offensive guys, I can see these coaches think, you know, he's an offensive coach. He feels more like he's there, we, with the offensive guys. And deep. But it's not even about that in this scenario. I, I just don't know if these guys are going to listen to him. I, I think Gruden's going to. You, you want to hear the ultimate hot take? I, I feel like Gruden's going to like just not be able to do this too long if people just don't listen to him. <laughs> And especially with him trying to be nice. Now, maybe in like a year or two, he just says, fucking, I'm going to what I know and going old school. Right. But it, it felt like that was a moment where he wanted to take the boom mic that was probably over him and wrap it around Jonathan Neighbor, like with a baseball swing. Because that, that's just football one-on-one, egregious error. I, I can't even describe it to you. It'd be, I don't even know a parallel. It'd be like... Uh, It'd be like a scrimmage in the NBA during training camp, and you like clotheslining guys coming down the lane, you know, or something. It's just nuts. It's not. It's not even. No one does. Like Ronnie Lott wouldn't do that, you know. What are we doing here? But then for to me that that might happen with a rookie. I I do get like an undrafted rookie or something doing something crazy. I I never. I never discount the ability of like a guy trying to get noticed, but he, the guy was in there with the. They don't like. They don't like him fir- calling me Rook because he's a first round pick, and like Luke Wilson or not Luke Wilson, whatever Wilson's name is. It was kind of funny. Like you'll be getting it soon, yeah. young guy. When the pads or whatever. come on. <laughs> like, I was like, ah, he'll probably still hit you hard, but because uh, the guy can't hit. Yeah, I'm looking forward I, to that moment when somebody tries to give it to him. I just I hope it's on film. I I also think that Gruden's a little uncomfortable in a weird way, like trying to coach with this, trying to do it the right way. And it kind of hit me when they're going to do this joint practice with the Rams. Is there a chance that he gets upstage? Well, yeah, I, I don't episode? think to me people are going to be raving about McVay because <laughs> he's going to be a coming. huge part of it. It's already clear, big time. How about their mannerisms when they kind of that was good. That was pretty good. Would be like, blow the horn. He'd be like, blow the horn. Like, they, they like, like turn off the music. Turn off the music, Barry. Music. I'm like, <laughs> give me some tunes. Play some good. You got like I was as big of a skeptic as you will ever find when he was originally hired. I couldn't be any more of the opposite now. I'm like, I love this guy. Do you have that feeling McVay? when you just see Sean McVay? Yeah. Yes. How do you not like? First, the guy? I was like, what's with his hair? Now it's like, what? respect. <laughs> Kroon's gonna He's locked in. I know. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.